Good morning. I pray this message is encouraging to you. I'm going to teach this morning, which just means I'm going to slow down and not yell. That's all that means. That sounds deep, right? Let's jump in. Jesus said the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, and after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. So he's sleeping and resting, and when it's dark, he's not worried the seed's going to grow. I, I grew up in California. We also live in Colorado. I have a lot of relatives in Sterling, Colorado, and a lot of them farm. And Sterling, Colorado is a farming community, and so growing up, I would go and see their fields, and I'd hear them talk. They would talk about the weather. Uh, my grandma would make homemade fruit rolls and all kinds of things, and there was a storm cellar, uh, and they were just acres and acres. And sometimes we would go when the fields were empty, but the seeds were in the ground, and sometimes we'd go when there's harvest seeds. But I never heard them question the seed. They talked about the weather, the circumstances, the temperature, but never the seed. They never said, you know, we planted and harvest, I hope those seeds produce. They talked about the insects, they talked about the diseases, they talked about the prices, but they never questioned the seed. The seed, and Jesus talked a lot about the seed, excuse me, the kingdom of God. A man went to sow, and it was the soils and where the seed landed, but it was never the seed. It was the same seed. It was in different locations. And it's, it's the so, a soil of our heart. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds come and perch in its branches. Then he goes on to, Jesus goes on to say, The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through. So the man took and planted the woman took and hid. The man took and sowed. The woman took and hid. You can sow the word when you speak the word. You can hide the word when you read the word. But we have a responsibility for the word and the seed in our heart. But we don't have the responsibility or the stress to make it produce. And so a lot of us, when we sow seed, it's like me, you know, if you pay tithes and you're like, where's that tithe? And call the church, you know, how am I going to get 30, 60, 100 fold? They'd be like, we have no control over that, <laughs> you know? And so what happens is there's a lot of teaching and thinking and stuff about the seed producing, but really it's when you plant it, you trust the seed. You can trust the seed. You can go to stores and see all kinds of seeds on the shelves. They're not going to produce. They need to be bought, taken, planted. And I believe, I believe Exodus 2 because we're going to read about Pharaoh's daughter, just took a basket in stewardship. I believe this year God's going to surprise us with stewardship outside our wheelhouse, outside our comfort zone, outside our personality. Uh, he's going to give us baskets to steward. Amen? And a man of the house of Levi went and took as a wife a daughter of Levi, so the woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. But she could no longer hide him. She took an ark of bulrushes of him, dabbed it with asphalt and pitch, put the child in it, and laid it in the reeds by the river's bank. And his sister stood afar off to know what would be done to him. Because Pharaoh, who the Egyptians considered a god, they had different, different temples. One was to Pharaoh. It was, they considered him a god. So when he said, these Egyptians are getting way too many, because when there's a war, I don't want them fighting against me. 
uh, I'm going to kill, kill them all. Kill all the males. And the midwives didn't do that, so he says, okay, anybody, just throw them in the river. But the daughter of Pharaoh came down to bathe at the river, and her maidens walked along the riverside. And when she saw the ark among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the baby wept. She, she had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. It wasn't hers. God has things to give you that are not yours. They're his. This is one of the Hebrews' children's. We need to differentiate. She wants us to give discernment. Okay, this is for the kingdom of God. This is not for me. It was just one basket, one baby, but out of that became a deliverer, and he delivered millions of people out of Egypt. So you're just one life or one message or one sermon or one seed. Jesus said a seed man, a man planted in his field, not his neighbor's field, not in a different denomination's field, not what this pastor said. He planted it in his field. You have a responsibility to take your seeds that he's given you and to plant it in your heart. They can preach, they can go, they can do the nations, they can do a million things, but it's your seed. Now, I rejoice when other people have the baskets. You can rejoice, but don't compare. Don't compare, because that'll give you pride or that'll give you, like, insecurity. Friends, you never know. There is a lot of people. I'll give you an example. David Cook, in 1990, he was sitting at home watching in North Wales. He was watching a TV show, and they were having the Romania kids and the orphanages that were abandoned. Abandoned. Not just not taking care of abandoned. So David Cook's watching TV, and he decides, I'm going to load up a truck with toys and go give it to him. So he started doing that in 1990, 1991, 1992, and then he started putting them in little boxes and giving them to the kids. 1993, he called a man, one phone call, one man, and said, would you like to help this year? The man said, sure. He called back four months later because there was no toys. He goes, he got the toys? So that man said, okay. The man he called was Franklin Graham. That's how Operation Christmas Child got started. It was a show, a man, a truck, a trip. One. One seed. Jesus didn't say a man took a thousand seeds. He took one seed and planted it in his field. He talked about the mustard tree where the birds come in. He didn't say he bought 50,000 acres and he was raised like that. He said a man took a seed and planted it in his field. A woman took some leaven and hid it in the dough that she was working with. Not our neighbors, not the scribes, not the Pharisees. It was one basket, one boy who was a deliverer. Now, the Pharaoh's thing went off. So God has some baskets for you that you did not plant. He's given you. And each basket has gifts. And, and some of you have multiple baskets, and some have two. And five. I'm with some people I could go around the room and just share prophecies, and I love it. I'll go to prophetic meetings, and just if you don't know what prophecy, it's a gift where God knows everything. He just explains some things. And you can get a word about something. That's not the only word you're going to get. You can get a word about writing a book. That's one thing. I just love to hear the prophecies. I'll go to meetings to hear the prophecies, not even to get a word. Why? Because it shows the heart of God. Now, some people mix their personalities and the way they give words. I'm not going to go into that. But there's a purity. I remember Sabata and I went to hear Mahesh, and, and I got out of line, and I just sat in the chair, and I just was really close, and I just listened to over 200 people. It was just the heart of God pouring out, pouring out to them. So Pharaoh's daughter... Pharaoh says, kill them all. So Pharaoh's daughter came, and she took the baby to her dad and says, can I keep it? Sure you can, because it's just one. He's worried about the many, but it was just one. He was worried about the army, but it was just one. And that one was eating at his table. Pharaoh was feeding the one that was going to topple his kingdom and didn't know it. Satan killed Jesus and did not know that was He always tried to kill Jesus. But he did not get Jesus until God allowed it. 
allowed it. And Jesus walked through the crowd. It's not time yet. And for some of us, it hasn't been time. You're walking through the crowd and no one sees you. I got news for you. This year, God wants to give you baskets that, and, and put it in reeds. And, 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 and he's going to give you things that is outside your wheelhouse. Some of you have books and messages and sermons or politics or businesses. John, I've never had a business. We've always been poor. We've always been broke. And you open the basket and it says, God wants you to have your own business. I, rem- I reminded someone, uh, years ago they got a word. And I remember, I remember that word that you, you were going to have your own business. And they go, I did? I go, yes. The word was, it's definitely God's will for you to have your own business. They forgot the word. Friends, you need to take the seed and plant it in your field. I could, get, I could call him every day with that word and remind him. I could email him. I could text him. I could whatever. He needs to take that seed and put it in his field. So Pharaoh's daughter took the one basket, and she took it home, and she raised. And she was a steward of, of, of Moses. She says, I will call him Moses because I drew him out of the water. And if you think she gave him a Hebrew name, think again. She did not. Moses is a translation from the... The Egyptians hated the Hebrews, hated, detested them. And she's going to bring it into her dad's house with an Egyptian name. That's why when Moses delivered the women's, women at the well, if you don't know the story, you can read your Bible. I said, you can read your Bible. If the only time you hear the word is on Sundays, friends, it's not enough for you. You need to take the seeds and plant it in your heart. God has many things to say to you, and many of them are not on Sunday morning. They're on your podcast. It's him it's yet you're sitting at his, his feet. So Pharaoh, she took him, she raised him, and when he delivered the, the women's at the well, they said, an Egyptian delivered us. No, ladies, he was not an Egyptian. His DNA was Hebrew, but he had Egyptian clothes. And some of us wear things, and we're described in certain ways, and we describe ourselves, but your DNA is from heaven. When you got born, his DNA was Hebrew. If you had Ancestry.com, he could have taken DNA. He says, no, I'm not Egyptian. An Egyptian delivered us because Pharaoh's daughter dressed him like an Egyptian, and he ate their clothes, and he ate their spices. And if you, don't, if you think she allowed Moses to worship God growing up, think again. She did not. She took him to the Egyptian temples, and she, she said, this is my son. But at the time she was to steward with the end, it was over. God has some things us to steward. David Cook so what's your point? You can steward things as a seed. It doesn't mean you're going to complete it. Do not think, how's this going to end? Just think, God, you just want me to start it. You want me to do this podcast, this book? I don't know who's going to be touched. David Cook, Franklin Graham, he said, I was listening to him talking, he goes, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do the shoeboxes because it was his words, one more thing, one. So 1993, over 20-some thousand to date, over 190 million now, if you don't know what Operation Christmas Child is, every year our church is involved, and they take these, we take shoe boxes, and we pack them full of toys, and we pack them full of, uh, uh, you know, toothbrushes and practical needs, and they give them out to kids. A lot of countries where you couldn't go pick up a stage and preach, they'll let you take your boxes. And out of those boxes, you can hear the testimonies. Uh, like there was a family that was persecuted, and they, want, and they, they, they had to have reports from, from their, their land they were from, and that night they were all sitting around in the shoe box, and they, the toys that they opened up, and there was a short band radio on there. They could listen to it. You hear the stories about lights and yo-yos and all these testimonies and, and over 100 and, uh, churches, and they start discipleship groups, all these things. But a few years ago, I was listening to this roundtable of preachers, and they were kind of like uh, critiquing each other. Some of it was fair. Some of it wasn't. And one man said this, well-known preacher, well-known. He said, 
I was there when they gave out the boxes. And he goes, it's no different than any other humanitarian aid. I didn't see any fruit. He said, it's just a box. My heart dropped. And one of the pastors goes, I want to push back a little bit. I thought, I was there. I'll push back a lot. I want to say, sir, you were there on the day they sowed. You didn't see on harvest day. That's like me telling my relatives, I don't see any fruit. John, the seeds are in the ground. We don't worry about the seeds. Over 190 million, it's just a box. It's just a basket. It's just a baby. It's just a message. It's just a soil. One, one, one. Jesus said he took a seed, planted it in his soil. She took a little leaven, and it all rose up. Why? Because when you plant the kingdom of God, Jesus said the kingdom of God is like. He didn't say a good message is like. He said the kingdom of God is like when you take that little and you plant it in the right spot, that little becomes a lot. So Moses' daughter, her stewardship was to hear. David Cook, his stewardship is to hear. If you don't care who gets the credit or the glory, if you say, I want the kingdom of God to get it, you don't, God will have you steward many, many things. I, when I go to Mexico and the young people, I don't want them, I don't want to be the best preacher. Best, I want them to do more than me. Why? Because Jesus said, greater works you shall do. He didn't lose his place with the Father. Jesus says, I, can't, I glorified you on the earth, and I did what you called me to do. That was before the cross. Greater works you shall do. What, what does that mean, John? The cross is not a work. It's a sacrifice. So she took Moses. She raised Moses and then delivered. But all the while, the enemy's given him his food, his clothes, and his safety. All the other boys they would chase, throw in the rivers, how many more? And, 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 and Pharaoh would look out the window and see the army, and he'd be worried about the army. But in his own house, there's Moses. He's worried, I'm going to be toppled in this, but not realizing in his own house is the one that toppled his kingdom. I don't know who's sitting in your seat, but I know that God has baskets for you this year that did you, you did not put in the reeds. You didn't make the basket. You didn't birth the child, and the baby cried out. And inside there needs to be a cry for something more. God, I want to plant the seeds for the kingdom of God. Beyond me, not about me. And so the thing is, I... And it's not just, you know, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry. That's why we're in church. When we say ministry, we think it's on stage or on microphone. Friends, it can be a lot of things. You can minister to the Lord. You can minister in Walmart. You can minister in Starbucks. You can minister to yourself. You can minister to Jesus. There's a lot of ministry. And in that basket, there's multiple baskets. There's gifts. And in each basket, whatever he's called you to do, it's the grace for it. And we think grace is just to withstand. Grace is also the power to do. How do you prophesy by grace? How do you preach by grace? How do you go there by grace? How do you, how do you, John, how do you go to Mexico when it's, people say, isn't it, isn't it dangerous? Well, certain parts of Houston are dangerous. We passed out the sleeping bags that was dangerous. Pastor Alan would testify. I can feel nervousness in our group. <laughs> I can feel when I were going to go to McDonald's, we were right back there. You can see their faces. What, leave us? <laughs> I can feel us to use the rest. We've got to go across the street. I'll tell you what's dangerous. Talking about the seeds and leaving them on the shelf. I'll tell you what's dangerous. Hearing the word and not saying it, I have a, I have some, God has some seeds for me. I'll tell you what's dangerous, just saying, oh, that's from Pharaoh's daughter. I have nothing for me. Friends, in the reeds, there's a basket for you to open. But, but she took Moses as her son. The man took the seed. The woman hid the seed. We have an action part. But the part we don't do is 
The man slept and he rose and slept and he didn't know how because the earth produces. There is a part God does that we have no control over. David Cook called, got toys, took the truck, rented the truck, drove the truck, gave the truck, but he didn't see the 190 million and it's still going. He didn't see entire communities change and it's still going. It was one phone call to one man, Franklin Graham. Would you like to help this year? He didn't talk about the world. He didn't talk about Operation Christmas Child around the world. He just said, I want to get Bosnia. And it was little by little by little. And Moses grew, 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 grew. And Samuel, Hannah was barren. And in her barrenness, she says, God, if you give me a son, I'll give him back to you. And God gave it back to you. And the Bible says each year she, Hannah would go and make a robe bigger than the next, and he would just grow up. And she was watching him over here because but when she released Samuel, she had these other kids. And I'm not talking about in the natural. I'm talking about spiritual. Like, oh, we hear a message, oh, you know, we need to have baby friends. We need to spiritually think. Because some of us are called to have foster kids. Some of us are called to adopt. Some of us are called to have spiritual kids. So it's not just, I'm just saying, it's not about, oh, they hate, you need to have babies. No. You, there's enough kids in the world that if we love them, when, <laughs> the church and the solutions from the church. But it takes one person to go, you know what, I'm going to step out and do this. If you look at every great thing, it always started with something, you know. And I, it's like, you know, some months back, God gave me a children's book to write. Uh, and that was outside my wheelhouse. That's a basket I was not thinking of. I started it. I write it. And then I stopped for a long time. You know, I got to the point where I'm like, okay. And then I was talking to somebody that doesn't go to this church. And I was just telling them about They were saying, what you going? And they go, ooh, I got the chills. I feel the Holy Spirit. And that was God saying, don't. Forget the seed. So recently I was writing it, and we're going to have some illustrations. And then someone gave me a word that says, you're going to write a series of children books. that didn't even know me. See, but I don't think I would have got that word if I wouldn't acted on this seed. Or I would have said, that's odd. I'll just put it on the shelf. So, Lord, I thank you today we're taking the seeds off the shelf, and we're putting them in the soil. A man took a seed and planted it in his field, and it grew a tree. And the birds came, multiple, not one bird. So I thank you for the multiplication, God. Everybody in here has baskets that he wants that coming. Some of you have baskets that you have not opened, but they're sitting there. Some of you have baskets that are they're down the river in the current. At the right time, he brought Pharaoh's daughter. You were born at such a time for this. You know, in prayer this morning, we talked about there's easier times and nicer times. And if you could pick when you choose, friends, you're here for a purpose and a reason. It's to know him and to make him known. There's no thing, everything else falls under that. To know him and make him known. And he created us for fellowship and intimacy, not just to do things. So it's not just, oh, I need to do this basket or that basket. No, it's, it's to know him. It's to be at his feet. So I don't know what baskets God's going to have you open this year, but do not think that's not my personality. That doesn't match my past. If he's called you to do a podcast and you're afraid to speak, start, start with it. It was just one. I was there the day they gave out the baskets. I didn't see any fruit. It's just a box. It's just a life. It's just a yes. So Lord, I thank you. We give you our yeses. For each basket, Lord, we give you our yeses. We can rejoice with what one is opening, but we don't compare. Lord, I thank you for David Cook. A lot of people watch the show. A lot of people. 
Catherine Coleman says, I believe God called three men before me, but she answered, it was one yes. So Lord, I thank you. We're not waiting for someone else to open our basket, to describe our basket, to tell. We're going to the master Jesus and saying, here's our seed, Lord. Here's our field. You give us the seed. And as we sleep, when it's dark, when you can't see anything, we sleep and rest and knowing that it's growing. Amen? Does that make sense to you guys? So I believe this year, and that could be tonight, tomorrow, this, I believe God has baskets for us to open that we did not expect. They're outside our wheelhouse, personality, nature. But if we're willing to take the baby and bring him home and raise the baby as our own, and stewardship is not control. You don't tell the owner what the, the steward doesn't tell the owner. I have a boss. I won't point him out. I have a boss. If he says, go get barbecue, I go get barbecue. The other day, I get calls. I get calls, a lot of stuff about work, about different things. I have a key. There's a lot of keys that open this stuff. I have one key that opens many doors. It's just a key. Yeah, but it opens a door that they can get in. It opens a door where they can access things. It's just a key. It's just a key, but it opens a door, and then that door is to get in. So we don't, open, we don't just open a door to look at the door. We open the door to get in the door. We open the door to move it. We don't open the basket just to hear the crying. So, Lord, I thank you that people will hear the crying, the desires of your heart. They will hear the crying when they open the basket of what to do, Lord. And everybody, you have a sign in this church. May they hear the crying to come here in Jesus' name. Amen.